Federal Reserve is burning down what's left of our economy, and they're using coronavirus panic as the pretext. So stay tuned. This monstrosity called the Federal Reserve System. Uh, first of all, we should start off by pointing out that it's not federal and it doesn't have reserves, right? This is actually a private cartel of bankers that uh, got together and convinced Congress to give them uh, a legal monopoly on the ability to create base money, currency out of nothing. Uh, that happened back in 1913. Well, in the intervening century, they have caused a Great Depression, and uh, Ben Bernanke actually admitted that and apologized for it, uh, which they used to loot the American people, right? Uh, stock prices collapsed, uh, real estate prices collapsed, uh, values collapsed on everything. And so what happened? The mega bankers, the owners, the cronies of the owners of the Federal Reserve came in and they bought up everything for pennies on the dollar, stocks, bonds, farms, houses, buildings, you name it, they ended up with it. It was a massive transfer of wealth from the poor and the middle class to the uber elites. I'm talking Rockefellers, I'm talking Morgans, I'm talking Schiffs, I'm talking the mega banking families that uh, not uh, too long before that had gone on to create the Council on Foreign Relations, which we've spent quite a bit of time on here in uh, Behind the Deep State. Well, they're doing it again right now. Okay, uh, they're actually doing what they did during the 2008 crisis, except on steroids. And so first let's start with a little bit of what they did during the 2008 crisis. Uh, under the pretext of saving us from a banking collapse, right, Lehman Brothers had collapsed and some of the other banks were not doing well, uh, which, of course, they shouldn't have been doing well because they are terrible companies, right? They're creating currency out of nothing, you know, starting mortgages with almost nothing in reserve to back it up, uh, looting the American people, basically. And so they got themselves into trouble, uh, partly, in thanks, partly thanks to the Federal Reserve keeping interest rates too low and encouraging, you know, asset bubbles, primarily in housing, but also other areas. Uh, and then when the cards all came crashing down, they said, oh, we shouldn't lose money as a result of our dumb and reckless decisions. We want the taxpayers to bail out and we want the Federal Reserve to bail us out. So the Federal Reserve did some incredible things. Um, they put together what they called special purpose vehicles, Maiden Lane 1, Maiden Lane 2, and Maiden Lane 3. These are really just front companies that the Federal Reserve created. And they used these for the first time in American history to buy up stocks. They used them to buy all sorts of different asset classes. Uh, and really, they started nationalizing the economy. I mean, they didn't nationalize the whole thing, obviously, but they started buying real assets using phony, fake money. Well, they're doing the same thing again this time. Now, during the last crisis, according to the Special Inspector General for the Troubled Asset Relief Program, uh, abbreviated SIGTARP, true story, uh, he said that they created something like $24 trillion worth of currency to deal with that crisis. Now, a lot of that got paid back, and then that currency was extinguished, thankfully. Uh, but now what we're seeing amid this coronavirus is uh, they're doing the same thing over again. And so the problem during the last crisis, during 2008, was there had been interest rates that were too low, which caused all kinds of asset bubbles, especially in housing. And then when that collapsed, uh, instead of allowing all that malinvestment to be liquidated, instead of allowing the economy to rebuild on a solid foundation, uh, they started showering money on everybody, trillions and trillions of dollars, many of it going to Federal Reserve cronies. Uh, the Federal Reserve, as we talked about last week, literally ended up owning the Red Roof Inn, okay, this uh, national hotel chain, and many other ridiculous assets. They started buying up mortgage-backed securities. So they're doing the same thing again this time. Uh, they have now promised unlimited liquidity. Okay, let's translate that into plain English. Unlimited liquidity means they will create new currency forever. 
as much as they feel like there are no restraints on this money creation, the, there's no agency of the federal government that can tell them to stop. They say they've dropped interest rates now down to almost zero. And so what's happening here is uh, perhaps the most significant, the largest looting operation in the history of humanity. Uh, the Federal Reserve is robbing the American people. Uh, they're creating all this new currency. They're using it to buy real assets. Uh, they are going to be driving inflation. Now, uh, you know, other countries have tried to do similar things, right? Venezuela tried to do something like this. Zimbabwe tried to do something like this. The Weimar Republic before them tried to do something like this. And what happened? Well, they very quickly destroyed their currencies, right? When the central banks started creating more and more currency out of nothing, uh, what happened was the value of those currencies, the purchasing power of those currencies went to nothing. Uh, we can show you a $100 trillion Zimbabwe note. Uh, I've got lots of those. And uh, guess what? They're worth nothing, right? Except as a gag gift, they are worth literally nothing. Uh, and granted, America is not Zimbabwe. Um, the United States is not Venezuela. We have uh, enormous amounts of wealth in this country. We have the deepest and most liquid, liquid uh, capital markets in the world. So, uh, you know, it won't be quite as easy for the Federal Reserve to destroy our currency, but you can be sure that it's coming, right? Uh, inflationary uh, pressures are going to be growing like crazy with all this new money printing. You know, they're talking about $4 trillion that they're going to inject. Uh, then that works its way through the commercial banking system. That gets expanded many, many times over. Uh, they're talking about putting trillions and trillions of new dollars into the economy. Now, what this is doing uh, is essentially looting everybody who now has Federal Reserve notes, right? If you've got $10,000 in your safe, if the Federal Reserve were to double the supply of money, what do you think would happen to that $10,000 in your safe? Well, that would be the equivalent of a robber coming into your house, putting a gun to your head and saying, give me half of all the money in your safe. Uh, the, the functional effect would be exactly the same. So no one has to come into your house. Nobody has to break into your safe. Nobody has to put a gun to your head, but they're still stealing half the value of the money you have in your safe. And, um, you know, they say, oh, well, we're getting a $1,200 stimulus check. Isn't that great? Yeah, well, what about all the rest of the money, right? I love the way Thomas Massey put it. That was the cheese in the mousetrap right? You get $1,200. Meanwhile, they are creating something like seventeen dollars to $20,000 in your name based on your future taxes uh, to hand out to the big corporations, to hand out to the mega banks, to hand out to the people who own the Federal Reserve. Uh, again, a massive, massive looting operation. Now, uh, all around the world, there is a built-in demand for U.S. dollars, right? Oil markets are, are almost exclusively priced in dollars. There's a couple exceptions out there. Iran doesn't do it anymore because we've been sanctioning them. But generally speaking, if you want to buy or sell oil uh, on the global market, you need to have dollars. Um, you also have a situation where all around the world, uh, foreign governments and banks, they drop contracts in dollars, you know, because they, they know that, hey, our central bank is even dumber than the Federal Reserve. And so we want to be paid back in U.S. dollars rather than, say, Argentinian money or, uh, you know, Zimbabwe dollars or something. Right. So they make the contracts in dollars. So all over the world, there's a built in existing demand, which is enormous for U.S. dollars. So that allows the Federal Reserve a little bit more leeway when it comes to printing all kinds of money before it actually causes hyperinflation. But we need to be very clear here. Uh, they are manipulating every market possible, right? Just like they did in 2008. They're artificially depressing gold prices. And they've been doing this for a long time. Same with silver, right? Uh, in many cases, they're doing it using outright fraud. They're selling paper gold into the market that they don't actually have, that doesn't even exist. Uh, and they are manipulating all these markets. They're buying up all these real assets. And we need to understand what this is, guys. This is not uh, anything mysterious. It's not that you're too dumb to understand it. It's not that you need a PhD in economics to understand what these monetary wizards are doing to save us. What it is, is flat out thievery. 
if I were to do this, if you were to do this, if we were to start printing Federal Reserve notes in our basement and say, hey, we're just trying to prop up asset prices. We're just trying to rescue the economy. We just want to make sure there's liquidity available to everybody. We would all go straight to jail, which is where we would belong because we'd be robbing people, right? We'd be counterfeiting. And yet this private cartel of private banks called the Federal Reserve is getting away with it and is doing it under the color of law. This is incredible. Now, if you doubt that the Federal Reserve is a private corporation, uh, you obviously need to do a little bit more reading, but you can save yourself the trouble. I actually called the, the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta one day and I said, hey, who owns you guys? Right? I want to talk to your PR people. Who owns the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta? And uh, sure enough, after some hums and haws and some transferring me here and transferring me there, they said, well, you know, the, the regional banks here in this area of the country own the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. Same thing is true for the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Same thing is true for the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. Same thing is true uh, for the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, right? All over the country, these regional Federal Reserve Banks are owned by their private bank owners, right? They own shares in it. They're paid dividends, about 6%. Um, and they are the ones who make the decisions. And so they think this makes them above the law. So, for example, during the last economic crisis, 2008, 2009, Bloomberg News, uh, and don't read Bloomberg, it's garbage, but they, they, uh, you know, they actually did something useful for once. Uh, they asked the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, hey, we want to know what you're doing. They filed Freedom of Information Act requests and said, hey, what's going on here with all this money you're creating? Well, uh, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York responded in court with a filing. I still have it. And they said, well, we're not a government agency. Freedom of Information Act, that reply applies to government agencies. We're a private corporation owned by private shareholders with a privately elected board, right? Uh, we don't have to obey that. And they were right, right? They don't. Uh, so we are dealing here with a monster that is robbing the American people. They're using the coronavirus as the pretext for this looting operation, but it is looting nonetheless. It's looting on a massive scale. It's looting that not one in a thousand people will understand, but it is looting nonetheless. Uh, it needs to stop. And unfortunately, the only way to actually stop this is to reform the monetary system. Uh, we have got to get rid of the Federal Reserve. Uh, Congressman Ron Paul spent, uh, you know, more than 20 years in Congress trying to just get an audit to the Federal Reserve just so we could know, right? Right now, we don't even have a way of knowing what they're doing. And in the stimulus bill that Congress passed, um, they didn't even uh, allow for us to check what the Federal Reserve was doing. This is all going to be done under a cloak of secrecy. So this is outright criminal. This is crazy. Uh, when we come out the other side, we are very likely going to have hyperinflation, uh, and we are very likely going to see the mega bankers in control of everything, right? Our businesses, our, our big companies, our small companies, our homes, our mortgages, everything, right? Um, it's unsustainable. It's criminal. It needs to stop. The Federal Reserve is one of the key tools of the deep state. And by the way, what comes next? And we talked about this a little bit in our in our recent videos on coronavirus. What comes next? They're already preparing us for this. Uh, once they destroy the dollar, and that's coming. You know, it may not be tomorrow. It may not even be next week. It may not even be next year. But it's coming, and probably sooner rather than later. Once they get the dollar removed as the global reserve currency. Uh, they are going to move us to special drawing rights. And again, we talked about this quite a bit uh, last week. You can go watch that video. But you have the head of the IMF, Kristalina Georgieva, talking about she's going to boost global liquidity with massive allocations of special drawing rights, SDRs. These are the proto-global currency that uh, they are hoping, the globalists are hoping, will be eventually a true global currency. Right? And that doesn't mean you and I are going to pay each other in SDRs yet, but it, it will replace the dollar as 
the currency that's used to settle international transactions, international debts, and things like that. Uh, this is very, very dangerous. It would it would basically function as the Federal Reserve for the emerging global government that they're talking about, right? Uh, then the Fed, then the United Nations, the World Health Organization, the Interpol, they wouldn't need to go to the U.S. government and say, hey, please, guys, can we have a little money? We have something important we want to do, like take away your liberty or you know put out more propaganda. They would just say, hey, IMF, we need you to monetize some of this debt. Print up some SDRs for us, please, if you would. And then uh, they would use those to fund their armies, their courts, their police, their environmental terrorism, and, and all the rest of it. So, guys, these are very serious times. Uh, the globalists, the deep state, are using this pandemic to rob you, uh, actually, right? You rob your money, to steal your liberty, to steal your country. And uh, if we don't wake up, if we don't say no, if we don't hit the pause button, hit the stop button, and hold these people accountable, uh, we are going to wake up broke, slaves, and without a country. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe because YouTube, as you all know, uh, is trying to censor us. So uh, the only way this information gets out, folks, is if you share it. So like it, share it, and then Send it out through email. Send it out on your social media. Put it on a DVD and give it to your friends. Whatever you got to do, uh, go over to thenewamerican.com. Make sure you subscribe to the print magazine so that uh, no matter how much censorship, you'll still get the news delivered uh, right at your door, the real news, right? And um, thank you once again, guys, for your time. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.